0: Welcome to the Final Score Network and the Final Score Podcast, presented by Team Anders Realtors. I'm Andy. He's former D3 student-athlete and co-host. Ryan, jam, two-man monster flush. Off the inbound, Ryan, jam, slam, jam. Find us on Podbean, the Apple Podcast Store, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at TheFinalScore35. There is always plenty to run through, but before we get to it, a word from our presenting sponsor. Team Anders' goal is to serve its clients in finding the home that best fits their needs and make the process simple and fun along the way. They are a team of people who will be in close communication, personally taking care of your real estate needs through technology, marketing, and advertising. Team Anders has served thousands of clients over 30 plus years in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area and are here to serve you today. Learn more at teamanders.com. We are back. It is NFL Draft Week. We have our special NFL Draft podcast coming up here in a minute, but a usual quick intro and our usual quick beginning, and then we'll get right to it. A couple things. Miggy, shout out, 3,000 hits. Is he Mr. Tiger over Al now? That's a debate for another podcast, but congrats, Miggy. It's fun to see it. Um, Fun to note, because we don't have golf this week, Ryan and I went 1-2. He got the win. I got second place in the uh, golf picks last week, so pretty good that we go 1-2 at the Zurich, which is always a fun event. Um, Of course, we've got the draft. We've got a lot of different stuff going on in sports, which we'll pick back up next week. But before we get into the draft stuff, let's go to the podium. Ryan, the lectern is yours.
1: Yeah, make it quick here, uh, NIL is ridiculous, uh, deals left and right, it's ruining college sports as we talked about. Mark Emmert is gonna step down as the president of NCAA probably because of it, um, as soon as they find a president or um, June next year, whatever comes first. Um, but yeah, Nigel Pack, a guy that's like decent player from Kansas State, um, transfer, um, he's going to Miami, he's getting 800K. Um, from some business to, to be their their spokesperson or whatever and he's going to go there. Purdue apparently had him because he's an indie kid um, and then they offered that and they had no shot. Um, then the same thing with Norchad O'Meer, um, another transfer Arkansas State and he's going to Miami because he's getting a similar deal. Uh, ridiculous, I don't know where they're getting this money. Um, Drugs. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse.
0: Yeah, NIL will remain a hot topic for us. I got something from longtime listener never time caller chris uh on the topic with some crazy stats we'll talk about next week but for my podium um usually you know i which way i take it um it's typically very much a rant for me but this time a little less rant and more hats off and kudos to jay wright surprised us all by retiring um right around the time that we did last week's podcast kind of came out of the blue um reading back you know, he, the athletic director, his wife, the athletic director's wife, were really the only people who knew, and they knew from the end of the Big Ten, or the Big East, sorry, tournament. Um, Going to be Miss, one of the guys that does it right, classy guy, you know, Mr. George Clooney on the sidelines, sharp-dressed man, um, you know, did some great things with a very Izzo-like approach, you know, three-, four-year guys, not too many one and duns. Did it the right way. Um, Lots of success, especially in the last five or six years. Kind of a surprise at only age 60. It's not that old, Um, especially as I get closer to age 60. It's not that old. Um, Did here today. Maybe he left the door open for an NBA job. Wouldn't surprise me. You know, maybe take a little bit of time off and kind of chill out a little bit. But, you know, let's contrast that with the way Coach K did and how butthurt he was and not the whole handshake snafu with North Carolina in the Final Four because North Carolina didn't honor him. Coach K, this is how it's supposed to be done. You ride off into the sunset without attention. Roy Williams even was able to do that last year. Jay Wright did it this year. You had to get puppy dogs and love and whatever from everywhere you went. I don't dig that. You're what's wrong with college basketball. Jay Wright's what's right about college basketball. Let's hope the NCAA gets it right in their new hire. The NIL stuff gets fixed, the transfer portal gets fixed, and we get back to the game that we love. All right. We will still do a tee-up this week, as we always do. Um, you know, Like I said, Ryan and I are often searching high and low for things. It was pretty easy this time. I'm not even sure what started this, but we're teeing up Yankee fans who could be teed up every day, all day during baseball season anyway because they're a bunch of A-holes. But for pelting... With trash and with beer and everything else. the I think it was the Indians, right, Ryan? Guardians. The Guardians, sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm going to forget. The Guardians. Uh, Cleveland Indians, outfielder after they had a walk-off single or whatever, Judge and some of their other, other better players had to come out and, like, wave off the fans. I mean, how ridiculous. Like, if I'm the Yankees and they had any nuts at all, they leave that entire outfield open for the next few home stands. Forsake the revenue for a message to your fans. You can't be like that. You want to boo, you want to talk trash, fine. But you don't throw stuff on the field. You don't go on the field like they've been in Minnesota lately with these women protesters that are getting taken out left and right by security guards. Fans, know your place. It's in the stands or it's on your ass in front of your TV at home. Keep your mouth shut. You're not getting paid the money. You're not the center of attention. I don't want to see you. You're teed up, Yankee fans. Hate you anyway. All right, with that. I'm going to hand the mic over to Ryan and our second annual special guest for our second annual draft preview. Um, you're looking for a little bit of a, a bio on Ry- why he's got street cred. My man Riley is the future son-in-law of Hall of Fame Lions kicker Jason Hansen. That's all you need to know. Of course he knows his stuff. These two live and breathe NFL draft stuff. They, dra- they live and breathe transfer portal they live and breathe recruiting so we're going to let them go and pick i might chime in from the peanut gallery once or twice but otherwise it's a break from me for a week until sprint time i'm turning over to you boys it's all you to get us going
1: yeah riley good to have you back one year later second time on first second two time uh Guest, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm honored. He's really honored. Yeah. That. Yeah. We're gonna do uh, our. I think we're gonna do it different than we did last. year. I think we kind of agreed on picks. We both kind of did our own mock, uh, and stuff like that. Well you can you you'll go first, and and then I'll give my personal kind of talk about. You know, each team needs stuff like that. It'd be kind of fun, pretty pretty conversational. Talk about the draft a little bit coming up here. Excited for that because there's not much else going on in the world of sports right now aside from. NBA playoffs and, you know, golf and stuff like that. So, well, without further ado here, um, get this going for us now. Nice. <laughs> good start, good start. All right, Riley, pick number one, we got the Jaguars. The Fighting Urban Myers. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Go for it, man. Yeah,
2: so with the Jacksonville Jaguars, it's been kind of a toss-up. I mean, for a while, it was either Evan Neal or Icky Okonyu from North Carolina State and Evan Neal from Alabama, and then it completely shifted to much of our delight, to Aiden Hutchinson Mm -hmm. going number one overall. Um, And then now it's kind of shifted to Trayvon Walker, a very high flyer after... Uh, running, I think it was like a four, five, eight as a defensive end for yeah. the forty-yard dash, really good less test. than
0: ten career sacks. Too. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I think,
2: and it's just very strange having him be up there solely because I think Trayvon Walker's, I think his pass pass rush win percentage rate was ten percent in college, which is extremely low. Um, but I think for this one, I'm going to still roll with Aiden Hutchinson. Um, one of the really cool things, or cool things, but kind of good comments I heard on this was. Aiden Hutchinson has the highest uh, has the highest uh, ceiling pick, and he kind of like you hit a double with him. You never really hit a home run. You know, he's got the highest floor, um, and then it kind of lessens the risk involved because last year the Jaguars took that huge swing with Trevor Lawrence, so they're kind of just wanting something. Uh, checks all the boxes for them, and just an interesting side note that I picked up on this is uh, Trent Bulky is the GM down in Jacksonville, and he does not like. Uh, Jim Harbaugh because of their days back in the 49ers. So maybe yeah, that has, maybe that skews a little bit of the Aiden Hutchinson hype. It uh, goes to Trayvon Walker, but I'm still going to pick Aiden Hutchinson.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, definitely went back and forth on this one, like you said. I mean, it was back and forth. You know, I'm thinking, do they go tackle because, you know, they, they need to fill that. And they kind of filled that in the free agency, which is why, you know, shifted defense, you know, Hutchinson, is it going to be Walker? Is it going to be Thibodeau? Yeah. Um, Honestly, you know, I was the same way as you Riley went back and forth, um, and then I think it was yesterday morning Vegas changed their odds that Trevon Walker was probably the high, the highest odds, and it was, you know You were going to get any value, and if you bet a dollar, you'd win like, what, like 20 cents on it um, if you were to to get picked, and I, I think I'm gonna go with what Vegas says. I tend to to you know agree with them. I think Walker is gonna be that first pick. I think he's all potential. Um, I don't think he's really worth a, the number one pick. But honestly, I don't know if there really is a guy in this draft you look at and say, oh, he's the surefire number one. It's not like you know the years past where that happens. Um, I think there could be a possibility where they could go with you know Nakwon Wu um, at guard because um, he's so versatile and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm going to go what with Travon Walker, his upside. I think it's why they pick him here. Um, I think they can work with those measurables, but you know anything could be possible. But for now, we will go with Trevon Walker, first pick of the draft. Who, who would have thought at the beginning, even at the end of the college football season, that he would be in the conversation for, for, yeah. for the first pick, I, I didn't even know who he was. It's very interesting, just because
2: he was on that loaded defense down in Georgia, and he wasn't even the best player no. on his defense. So that's it's kind of just part. very interesting. He kind of just took off once he ran super fast at the, at the combine.
1: Yep. Now we have our our team, our hometown boys, the Lions. Number two, that's been you know they got I think they got Ndamukong sue at two. What it was at 2010 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Also pick, you know, Charles Rogers at two, you know, bust. Um, so could be interesting. could go one of many ways. But, Riley, who do you have uh, our boys taken. Yeah, so, I mean, this is kind of one of those things where you
2: just kind of think about it. I've heard rumors about Ahmad Sauce Gardner going mm-hmm. here, but uh, I think that would give me and multiple other people a little bit of PTSD from the Jeff Okuda pick at three. Um, and then just, I don't know, it, Sauce Gardner is very good, but he's not very... I don't know, you just don't get much value at a corner at two. Um, I think, uh, just for the Lions, I think Trayvon is a reach for them, just in the way that their scheme is run. Because we have guys like Charles Harris, who's pretty fast off the edge. We have someone like Julian Okora, um, who we picked in the third round a couple years back, that's got a lot of speed. Um, And then, I I, I think Hutchinson is an automatic here, if Jacksonville does not take him at one. And I think you can just kind of, that's kind of a run the run the card in there before anybody tries to make a phone call. Um, I definitely could see it being Malik Willis. Um, There's been a lot of stuff going on here. He's got a rocket of an arm. Very mobile. However, I have them picking Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, the defensive end out of of Oregon. I just think he has so much of a high ceiling. Um, A lot of people have been down on him for some reason, and I don't know why. Um, I think it's just because of off-the-field stuff, but a prime example of off-the-field stuff not really mattering is Micah Parsons. If you look at him, the Lions and a lot of other teams had a chance to take him and the Cowboys got a steal. Um, yes, and did. that off-the-field issues doesn't really matter. And, yeah, I understand, you know, we want the nice guy. We want somebody that's going to come in and, you know, be a culture guy. But also, if Kayvon Thibodeau comes in and gives me 16 sacks a season, I don't really care how much of a nice guy he is. Um, if I just want production at this point, and I think that the Lions uh, – kind of rebuilds going to take off it needs to come from we need to get some pressure on the quarterback because our DBs are not very deep right now so I would definitely yeah. go with Tibbs yeah uh,
1: well we we have our, our first uh, mutual uh, agreement here on a pick I also have the Lions getting Mr. Thibodeau here um, I I I, I hate to say it, but I really do think if Hutchinson is there, that that's who they probably will. You know, in the end, they're like, oh, you know, they're gushing all over him. He's the hometown kid. He works hard. He's, he's, good. he's Dan Campbell kind of guy. Yeah, but he's not. I mean, he, he's got but, alligator arms, <laughs> he's short little T Rex arms. He's not very fast. He's good against the run, but he's also, you know, he also played with David Ojabo, who before the injury was looked at as a a later first-round pick, probably now mid-second. But, and he's playing on a pretty dang good defense with these guys um, and was able to produce good numbers and stuff like that. But that's one year he's been dinged up in his career. Um, And you look at him against Georgia. He got dominated by a true freshman last year that was playing left tackle. He did nothing in that game, and that's against NFL talent. And that's why I think he does not go to here. I think the Lions... You know, the, there's been rumblings about Dan Campbell not being a fan of Thibodeau and his football, his love for the game. I think that's all just smoke and mirrors. I think this is a high upside pick. Um, I think he's able to get to the quarterback. He's very, very fast. He's got good hands, good feet. Um, he's strong. He can kind of play that hybrid linebacker role, maybe drop into coverage a little bit. Um, you know, but Rylan and I have talked about this for months. Trading down would be the yes. ideal position for the Absolutely. Lions here. But we're not doing trades in this one. Yeah. Um, but that would be, I'll do it.
0: They should trade down one hundred percent. Yeah. They should trade down. It, it doesn't get matter. Get Debo where. Samuel and trade down. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: If right. they need to, I mean, maybe not with two, but maybe with the thirty-two and thirty-fourth pick, try and go get Debo. That way, you don't have to draft a wide receiver there, and you can focus mm-hmm. just straight on this. And I'm, I mean, Debo Samuel paired with Amon Ross, St. Brown, T.J. Hawkinson, a top-five offensive line in the NFL, that basically sets you up for next year. Trying to trade up and getting C.J. Stroud or Bryce right, Young, a great quarterback, and then you get someone like that and throw them into probably a way better situation than like Trevor Lawrence is in down in Jacksonville. Yep. And you're already ahead of them pretty much. Yeah, so yeah, you know, be, that would be awesome. That would
1: be ideal. And if they go a corner here, I would—I don't know what I would do. I'd probably throw up all over the place. <laughs> um, I mean, I, anything other than probably defensive end or trading down, I would probably not be too happy. I mean, Kyle Hamilton, I like him. I just don't know if that the positional value is there at a safety as a safety at two. Yeah, I mean, and we resigned Tracy Walker. Yeah, so. it's pretty. I mean, you could get a guy like Louis Scene, who we'll talk about later. Um, you know, in the late first round. So mm-hmm. Thibodeau's the guy for me and Riley here. I think that that's. I mean, he's he's the guy at two for the Lions, and I hope. That's what they really, really end up doing. Mm -hmm. Texans now, um, it says here on on Pro Football Focus, needs every position. So they could literally take anything um, and probably be satisfied with it. But, uh, I mean, so that you go ahead. I mean, they can literally pick anybody. Yeah, I
2: have a couple guys. I mean, I have some people highlighted that I've thought about. Um, Trayvon Walker. Um, could go here. Um, I haven't picked him yet. Um, he could kind of find – because they need anybody. They need the best talent available. I mean, they could even go – you can do anything here with the Texans, and it's kind of a good spot to be in. I mean, they're rolling with Davis Mills as their quarterback, I think, down in yeah. Texas and Houston. Um, but, I mean, I think they just need to build in the trenches. Um, you can – it's completely swappable here with my two top two picks here. It's either going to be Iki Okonu or Evan Neal. Um, I'm going to roll with Ikem Okonu from NC State. Um, depending, It, it all depends on, because uh, Laramie Tunsil is getting a little old. It all depends on if they want to spend the time with Okonu because he, he looked better on tape as a guard, but at tackle he can also play tackle. Mm-hmm. He's just not as big as Evan Neal. I mean, Evan Neal's six eight three forty. 6'8", 340. He's, he's just massive. massive. So you have a bookend left tackle there. However, I'm going to go with Ike Okonu because... He is rated in some drafts as the best available player, period. Yeah. Just because of his positional value, being able to play guard and tackle. Um, I think Evan Neal could be a lean, uh, but Icky's a better run blocker. And I think with Davis Mills as the quarterback, you have to be able to run the ball. Um, and they couldn't last year. They couldn't. They were the bottom of the league. I think they were below 25th in the NFL at running the ball. So Forward. I think they need to run the ball, open up some play action for the young Davis Mills. But. I could definitely see Evan Neal going here as well. But yeah. I'm going to roll with Icky. Yeah,
1: I, I have Icky going here as well. I think, honestly, I, in my eyes, he's one of the best prospects in this draft. I think that he could end up being really good. I think the Lions could honestly draft him at two as well mm-hmm. um, and make the Lions have one of the best offensive lines in the league. But, yeah, I like his potential guard tackle, kind of kind of can play both. Um, he's going to make an immediate impact on an offensive line that really needs that spark. Um, a young guy that's a mauler. Um, you know, in the run game, um, hopefully, then they'd get a running back later on. Maybe a little Kenneth Walker action to go with them to be some good stuff. Um, but yeah, I think I think Icky would be a, a good pick for them. First offensive line off the board, and we think I mean, both of us we talked about this. Probably be a lot of offensive linemen mm-hmm. taken pretty high in this draft, and he's going to be the first one off because he's the. He's the best one um, in this extremely, draft. Extremely deep tackle class. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, so both of us with Icky. Um, that's number three to Houston. Um, then we've got the Jets. 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 Um, man, they uh, they need help. They were pretty bad last year. Zach Wilson can use a receiver. They their defense sucked. Um, you know, so they could go with a multitude of you know different things here. Um, Honestly, I, I don't see them going D-end um, with, with Hutchinson. Um, but, Ryle, who, who do you think um, the Jets will ultimately go for here at number four? We talked before this about you know who we thought yeah. um, that they are kind of in love with. I think we, we might be on the same page here. Mm. They are, from what I've seen and read <clears throat> from
2: multiple places, of that they are in love with Kayvon Thibodeau and Ahmad Sauce Gardner. In my draft, I have Kayvon Thibodeau going, obviously, number two to the Lions. So, if, if Tibbs fell to them, it would be one of those, sprint the card as fast as you can, up to the commissioner, read it, and then go home and be happy with it. Um, I think that if he fell, they would pick Tibbs. However, it's kind of a horrible spot for them to be in. I mean, they're 4-10. and 10. They yeah. could get anybody that they wanted at 10. So, 4 is kind of a tough spot because it's kind of high for a corner, Um, You probably will miss out on Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau and possibly Trayvon Walker. Um, But I think they could trade down to somebody who wants to jump the Giants for a tackle because Mm -hmm. they're right in front of the New York Giants. But they need a corner in the worst way. They do. Um, I think they're going to go with the Mod Sauce Gardner. I think he gave up, what, 60 total yards? Yeah, no touchdowns last year. I could probably say that uh, um, Chester Kimbrough from Michigan State gave up ten times the amount of yards <laughs> last season Maybe, than yeah. Sauce Gardner. But he was just he nobody even threw to his side. Um again with Cincinnati and he helped them go. So I think they're gonna they love him there. And I think they're with the tenth overall pick they can get somebody as well. So I think it's kind of a luxury for them. So they're just yeah. gonna go with yeah, Sauce. Yeah, I,
1: I I said the same thing. Sauce I think he's the best corner in this draft. He's long and he's closer to six two. He's fast four four three forty time. Um he can jump pretty high. He's a pretty good hitter. Um, can help up in the run game, and he's going to instantly impact their defense. This is going to be their first big-time corner since Rivas Island, mm-hmm. um, and they want to get back to those days, especially with Salah being a defensive guru. Um, so, yeah, Sauce is the guy at four. Um, you know, if the Lions and, and Jets swap two and four. I wouldn't. I would not be happy with drafting a corner. But if they ended up getting Sauce at four, I think he's gonna end up being a, a good player in the league for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Sauce. Both of us there at four. Let me, you know, staying in New York. The Giants um, five and seven here. So I mean, another team with multiple first round picks. There's a lot of teams with multiple first round picks. Kind of crazy. Um, but well, I mean, what? Let's see. Pro Football Focus says they need O-line and linebacker. Who you got? Yeah, I think that
2: Daniel Jones needs help in the worst yes, way. Yes, he
1: does. Danny um, Dimes.
2: Yeah, this is one of those things where uh, the Texans, the Giants, the Panthers, and then the Giants again, you're going to see probably three tackles go out of those four picks. Um, I already picked Icky Okonu. I think he would be the pick at five if he was there. Um I think Icky would help Saquon in the run game. Um, Daniel Jones is better when he kind of has that play action. He's kind of a he kind of reminds me of Kirk Cousins. In a way. He is a little
1: bit, like um, him, yeah.
2: but I think it just depends on which one's available at this point. However, I have heard that the Giants, or I've read a lot of things that the Giants are absolutely in love with Charles Cross, um, and he is one of those bookend tackles. Super long. He is the best pass blocker out of all these tackles because he's just he's got the best footwork and the best hands um, to be able to stop those big ed ru- edge rushers. And I think that they're going to roll with Charles Cross here. Um, he kind of jumps Evan Neal from Alabama um, just because of, of the Giants being the Giants and picking somebody kind of off book. Mm-hmm. So I could see them rolling with Charles Cross, but Evan Neal definitely a possibility. Just with uh, the Houston Texans at three, um, the Giants at five, and then the Giants at seven, it's kind of you can swap those Evan Neal, Ikiakuineu, and Charles Cross. Yeah, easily could be switched, like swappable yeah. in those
1: positions. There. I agree, but I'm gonna roll with Charles Cross. Charles Cross, it is. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm on the you know same wavelength as you. I think they definitely need help protecting Danny Dimes, keeping Saquon healthy because he hasn't been healthy um, in his career, um, which has been a shame because he's a good player. Um, I, I think they're going to go I think they could go cross but I'm, I'm going to say Evan Neal um, very good tackle they need that help um, you know he's and I think that taking a tackle here um, I mean whether what, I mean if that's cross or, or Neal I mean I think they will take one whichever one they're more in love with because the Panthers could use one as well Um, And they feel like you know whatever whatever's gonna suit them best. Um, But yeah, I'm gonna go Neal. He's got Bama's had some pretty decent offensive linemen in the league, so absolutely they'll they'll trust that. Um, And Evan Neal will be off the board at five in my eyes here. Um, Then we do move to the Panthers. Um, They're in a predicament. I feel like they need a quarterback. But there's not necessarily the quarterbacks that are great in this draft and really value at six um, in this draft for that. And they also need old no linemen, um, but they need to do something this year. Else, Matt Rule's probably out. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't. This I think this pick is really tricky. <laughs> I do too. I think it's very tricky. This is kind of where you kind of get
2: away. The Panthers could do anything here. Um, there's a lot of spot. This draft is full of a lot of very good players, but no great players. Um, so it's not, you don't have the Chase Youngs in there. You don't have um, kind of like the Trevor Lawrence. You don't have that star power here. I definitely could see the Panthers going quarterback. If it is a quarterback, it's going to be Malik Willis. Um, and that's kind of like a situation where it's a job saver. You know, yeah. Matt Rule is probably going to get fired next year, but if Malik Willis can come in, maybe he gets a little bit of hope, and maybe he can convince the Panthers that he can uh, develop him. However, they do still, I believe they still have Sam Darnold. They do. Um, yeah. He's young, and I personally think he's gotten shafted over the years. Yeah, he's he's kind of been around, young, he's not bad. He's no, really he's not, not bad. bad. He's better than most of the quarter, or not most, but probably like he's in the... Not bottom third, but he's not like in the in the cellar of the NFL. No. So I think they I think they should trade out. Uh, Obviously, we're not doing any trades. They have a horrible, horrible, horrible offensive line, Um, and they only have one pick in the top 130, and that's at six. Oh my gosh! So the trade partners are very small here. (sighs) Uh, They could they could trade six, and they could accumulate some picks and try and you know get the best players available and get some more wins. Um, But I think. They're going to roll with Darnold for one more year, giving him one last shot because the quarterback class will be better next year. And I think if they get a new coach, he'll want to go quarterback, maybe try and trade up, get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. So I'm going to roll with Evan Neal, uh, tackle
1: out of Alabama here to the Carolina Panthers, see if you can give Sam Darnold one more shot. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a you know, big time. I, I'm, I went with the first surprise of the draft. They need help, and I think that Matt Rule's like, if I don't have a spark offensively, I'm probably gonna be out. So I I have them drafting Malik Willis. Um, I think it's a reach. I, I mean, I think he's got, his potential is through the roof. I mean, he's got a pretty good arm, he's mobile. Um, pretty big. I mean, he's like six three, pretty good size to him. Um, you know, he's kind of shored up his mechanics a little bit. Um, but I think that they, you know, Darnold isn't been working out for them like they sh- they wanted him to. And I think that they'll give Darnold, you know, the first start, and then if he's not doing great, they'll throw Willis in there, and you know, whatever happens, happens. Maybe give him the keys. So I think that this, you know, this is Matt Rule and you know the GM saying. You know, let's just take a chance. Let's do this. Let's go with Malik, um, and Malik has a prior relationship with Matt Rule um, from from Liberty in the past and being you know being around the area. So, I'll go with Willis at six. My first surprise and you know quarter first quarterback off the board uh, for mm-hmm. me. Um, not a great quarterback class, um, honestly, which is kind of disappointing because um, we, we love it when there's good quarterbacks. Next year is very good, and the yeah. year after that, they yeah, yeah. very good. Um, but Giants, again, via Chicago, um, so they get another one. Um, what do you think they do uh, with that, that second one? Well, the Giants need pretty much everything.
2: Um, I think they fell in love with Charles Cross, so I put him, picked him at five, so that kind of solidifies, and not solidifies, but makes a better offensive line. Um, Right here, I think Derek Stingley has an outside shot because the other corner on their roster is Adoree Jackson. And Adoree Jackson was a hot name out of USC, USC, right? I think he was from USC, Adoree Jackson. Yes. Um, But, I mean, he's average. He's like the definition of average. I think Kyle Hamilton's super hard to pass up here. However, the positional value of safety still at seven is not very high. I think they just got to take the best guy out there, and I think that they're going to roll with Trayvon Walker. Um, I think we have a pretty big gap. You took him number one. A six-player gap, so not horrible, but I think it would be a great pairing with inside guys. They have Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. Um, Yeah, they're both inside guys, and then you get one guy off the edge, and they could have a dominant defensive line if they get Walker here. He's a falling Trayvon Walker, so I think it's great value at defensive end at seven. Um, But another situation that a lot of people have is Kayvon Thibodeau falling. Um, I don't think he'll fall this far just because at the end of the day they're going to go with upside. Um, So he could be there if he falls, but I I definitely think Trayvon Walker, in my iteration of this mock draft, I think Trayvon Walker goes here.
1: Yeah, I I have the same position. Um, If anyone has seen the movie Draft Day, you'll know what I'm talking about. This guy, in my eyes, is the Bo Callahan of this draft, and that's Aiden Hutchinson. I think they draft him here at the Safari Falls. Um, they need an edge rusher, like you were just saying. They need that. He's, you know, he's a good player. I mean, I, I give him that, but I think his his ceiling is low. I think that he's not going to get much better. And honestly, I don't think he's going to end up being anything really special in the league. I think it will be, a, you know, a, probably a, a, a guy that could play, you know, seven to ten years in the league, being 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 decent. But I just don't know if, how much better he's going to get. I don't know how, you know how durable he is. Um, and I think that's why he's going to end up being kind of a disappointment um, in, for whatever team ends up picking him, which is mm-hmm. why I hope, really hope the Lions <clears throat> gonna stay away from that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Hutchinson off at seven finally. And just another thing
2: with Hutchinson, I think it's just, I think a lot of the Detroit media, like Detroit Free Press. They love, just, him, you know, they they love him. They want that. They want to have a local that Michigan guy. connection. He's from Plymouth. He's a good kid. He works hard. Like okay, cool. But also, I feel like at number two for the Lions, or even at number seven, you're trying to hit a home run. You're trying to have that yellow jacket type of guy. You want that Hall of Famer. He's not a home run. He's a. He's not. He's not going to be a strikeout. You want a guy
1: that can do it right away and prove
2: it immediately. Exactly. And he, a lot of people, he's getting comps to Joey, Joey and Nick
0: Bosa, but. But they say not as good. And why would you waste a number? two, three, one, one pick yeah. on somebody not as good as the DeBose's. Just my one chime in from, you know, reading from The Athletic, from a defensive NFL coach, I wouldn't take him there, meaning two, um, or even in the top four. He doesn't have the arm length. I don't see the twitch. Yeah. I don't think he's got the explosiveness that we'd like him to have. There's nothing special about him athletically to go that high. So why would you take your – why would you waste a pick if just because he's there is the draft that week? That's my question. Is the draft that week that a guy that ESPN forced into the Heisman conversation over a guy like Kenneth Walker, who I'm not suggesting is a top five pick in the draft, but who was forced into play for the Heisman? Is this is this the Michigan thing playing out? Is this because it's the Lions? Is he because? I, maybe I'm missing something, but everything I read says he's not the home run guy. Like you mm-hmm. said, Riley, he's a double hitter. Good. He's probably gonna have a decently productive NFL career, but he's not a lockdown top five millions of dollars pick franchise changing guy. He's just not.
2: And, yeah, and I I think there's something to be said if you don't win a single award for your position at the college level. I don't. I just think I've right, always exactly. been under the impression that the Heisman Trophy is like a popularity contest.
0: Right, but, which clearly I mean, it
2: was the best player in college football last year on the defensive end was Will Anderson from Alabama. He mm-hmm. won every single award at his position, but he's a sophomore. If he was draft eligible this year, he'd be one. I think he would be by far the number one overall pick. But I mean, Hutchinson, are, are we thinking about jersey sales here? Probably. The 97 look good and, and the pride of Detroit. But like, you can't you can't just think about that. It's a good story, but I mean, we're trying to rebuild here. I'm not looking for another. Another thing, but like you said, um, you know that was the Giants. You had him going number seven. But mm-hmm. next we have the Atlanta Falcons, Falcons at eight. Um, well, lots of options. Man, they have lots of options options. They are horrible. Yeah, they're, they're bad. They are not they good. Marcus Mariota is
1: going to be their quarterback. Matt,
2: Matt Ryan's gone, and you know he's a slinger, but they they could do it. Calvin anything. Ridley bet, so he's gone. He's gone, and that just blows my mind. Seventeen games. That's just that's just one of those weird things. Um, I think they're gonna go wide receiver here. Um, I am gonna read you. they they're dangerously close to having the worst wide receiver group in the NFL. I am gonna read you their starting wide receivers if they don't get one: Olamide Olamide Zacchaeus, Auden Tate, and Demir Bird. I don't know who those. If guys those are. If those guys are inside the top fifty in the NFL, I that's news to me. You can run never heard them with of them in car, my entire they, life. They they just don't have that star power. Like who who are they gonna to throw to? And if one of those guys gets hurt, you're pretty much bringing in a practice squad guy.
0: Yeah, good
2: so, for me, I'm just going to go with player comparison. They lose Calvin Ridley, so I think they're going to get a guy like Calvin Ridley. I think they're going to roll with the Alabama bloodline. And I think they're going to get a guy like Jamison Williams. Um, coming off that knee injury um, in the college football playoff, but he was, we have to remember, he was by far going to be the number one wide receiver off the board. If he didn't get hurt. If he didn't blow out his leg. If he didn't blow out his leg, he would probably go top five, to be completely honest. He's, I mean, he's, he's got the route running. He's unbelievably fast. The amount of times that I've watched him run straight through, straight up the middle, and nobody, even he's with fast. the angles. Yeah, extremely,
1: extremely
2: fast. Extremely fast. But I could also see a guy like Drake London. Big target, reliable. Um, and then they could also go quarterback here. That's another sneaky spot for quarterback landing. I think mm-hmm. it would definitely be Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett. Um
1: yeah, but I can definitely see Jamison Williams, so I'm going to roll with that. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a, definitely a possibility there. I kind of went back and forth, you know, receiver, would it be a, a corner? And I actually settled with another kind of p- uh, surprise pick, and that's the home the home college boy, Jordan Davis, mm-hmm. the athletic freak. They need D-line help. This dude's 6'6", 340, and he can move like he's a linebacker. I mean, he is so, so, Crazy. 4'8", 40. so athletic. Um, he's just a run stopper in the middle. I think he's going to be a hell of a pro, um, and yeah, I just think he's—he's—I think he's one of the best players in this draft, um, you know, Just pure talent-wise, and I think that they end up taking him here. Um, and He's going to be a, a run stopper, and hopefully his pass rush game can get get up there as well. Um, yeah, he's going to be a stud. Yeah, and Ryan, have I even had conversations about the Lions taking him yeah, at two? Because I mean, you can at
2: least with Jordan Davis on your roster, you can at least say. They're not going to run the We're ball. We're not
1: running us. the ball at the
2: middle. They're not going to run the ball on us. And so I think when you're looking at the NFC North, like with the Lions, going back to the Lions a little bit, they have they lost Devontae Adams, Rodgers Rodgers is back. Mm-hmm. Green Bay, the NFC North not going to be good. It's not good. It's I mean, good. the Bears love to run the ball. The They have Dalvin Cook up in Minnesota, and then they have uh, Aaron Jones. So we got good running backs. Um, so the argument, can, Jordan Davis can go anywhere from 2 to like 30. Yeah. Just depending on where
1: he goes. I agree. But, Seahawks. Ooh. Lose Russell. This is via Denver from the Russell Wilson trade. Yeah. They have a lot of needs as well. Oh man, I don't know what they're gonna do. They could also go quarterback. They could go corner lineman. The possibilities are endless in Seattle. And they were not great last year. For the first time in a while, it yeah, seemed. yeah, I know. And you could you could definitely go quarterback here. I don't have
2: that. I just I I'm not putting a lot of stock in the quarterback class. When you see no, the Pittsburgh Steelers rolling with Mitch Trubisky or Mason Rudolph, i, I that just cool. tells you all you need to know. You know, if they're not going to move up for a quarterback and they got those two, the helmet weapon guy, and yep. even Mitch Trubisky, who I literally only plays well against the Lions. I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think Pittsburgh and yeah, the Lions are playing this year. So. I don't think, you know, I haven't. we haven't mentioned Kyle Hamilton's name. Um, I don't think they're rolling safety here because they're paying, I'm looking at their contracts right now, they're paying Jamal Adams, uh, four years, seventy million dollars, and Quandre Dig, digs the X line, three years, thirty nine million. So they got two safeties already. Yeah, they, they don't they need don't safeties. Do However, the only thing I think that's going to help them, especially they're not going to, if they don't get a Malik Willis or uh, Kenny Pickett, they gotta go defense because they're they need to. They're not going to be able to score the ball. Yep. So that means they got to hold teams. I think it's going to be Derek Stingley, the corner out of LSU. Um, I definitely was 50-50 on this one because. I Derek Stingley had one good year his one. freshman year three years ago a, two year or two years ago he had like one or two picks and then he sat out or he was injured right um, so just not a lot of production there um, but he definitely has a lot of length he's got a lot of speed very fluid corner um, but I could see him going to the Seahawks at, at
1: nine yeah I uh, literally the same thing Derek Stingley Jr I think he's got a high upside but he's risky risky business um like you said freshman year 2019 was really good but that was three years ago um i think you could have a bright future i mean i don't know but i just think it's a risk um but i think it's a it's high risk high reward but i mean if it turns out bad i think it's gonna be pretty big like if it's bad it's gonna be bust like bad yeah. bust material um so hopefully not that for for stingley but but yeah, then we got the Jets again via Seattle. Was this from, like, the Jamal Adams tree? I so. A long, a few Island, years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the Jets, um, I think you
2: need to – you went corner, you went with your guy. Um, now I think you need to kind of give Zach Wilson a chance. You yes. know, he had accuracy issues last year. So what better thing to do than get a receiver that literally doesn't drop passes and can – he just jumps over everybody and catches it. So I'm gonna roll with Drake London here from USC. Without the injury, I think through eight games he had a thousand over a thousand yards receiving. And just to put that in perspective, Jaden Reed, I don't think he even had a thousand yards receiving. No. So in eight games, this dude, production wise, unbelievable. He is just one of those guys you can say, screw it, he's down there somewhere, let's throw it up. Um, they definitely could go Jameson Williams if he's still on the board, or Garrett Wilson is an outside option from Ohio State. But you gotta surround Zach. Uh, Zach Wilson you got Elijah Moore there already uh, you can add Drake London give them weapons um, but I think it's a hundred percent and I'm not going to Charles Barkley guarantee it but I think it's a hundred percent going to be a wide receiver give him a weapon yeah
1: I, I went back and forth between um, you know the guy I, I ended up selecting for them and a the receiver and I you know I, I settled with a defensive guy because I Salah's just a defensive guy um, and I feel like it's been terrible for them the last few years on that side of the ball. And they do have some decent young guys at receiver right now. So I feel like they might not, you know, go, go with someone pretty high, but I'm going to go with Kyle Hamilton. He's one of my favorites in the draft hybrid look, you know, can play step up and play in the box a little bit. Um, he's not the fastest guy in the world, but he's rangy. He's six, four, um, his dur- durability could be a turnoff. He's kind of been dinged up in his career, but his potential, you know, is through the roof. I think his ceiling's very high. Um, you know, but his his floor is also pretty low. I feel like you know with his injuries history and stuff like that. But I think the Jets will end up taking him just because they need that help on defense, and he can. You know, they're not gonna if they have a, a guy like Kyle Hamilton Sauce Gardner back. There, that's two two guys, and you'll have to really draft um, you know any guys in the secondary for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not also I would not be surprised if this
2: pick belonged to the San Francisco 49ers Yeah, on yeah, draft with uh,
1: Mister Debo Samuel. Um, yeah. Coming through there, um, but yeah, now we got the the Commanders at eleven here. Yeah, the Washington Commanders, no longer the Washington
2: Football Team. I'm glad they finally have a name. Um, I think you know this is a spot where Kyle Hamilton could go. Um, I don't have him going here yet. Um, I know that they want they want just players. Um, I think great value for Hamilton here at eleven because he's fallen a little bit. The floor for him is like thirteen, um, but. I think they roll with Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Um, I think he'd be a great pairing with Terry McLaurin, um, their old OSU teammates. So, you know, you could see that rolling through. It's very intriguing, especially you have two great route runners and two electric wide receivers. Yeah. You are pretty much, I mean, you got to give Carson Wentz a chance if you're going to make that trade for him. Um, so I think they're just looking to add weapons for Carson Wentz. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson.
1: Yeah, I, I think I, I went back and forth. I was go, I'm going receiver here as well, but I'm going with London because I think he is the best receiver. And I didn't pick him before, um, just that big body can go up and snatch it. Um, you know, also a guy that's been dinged up, but I think that his his ceilings also very high. You know, he's high points the ball well. Him and McLaurin could be a, a good one-two punch. Um, and I think they would be really good. Also, could see Garrett going there as well. Um, that'd be two. Absolute speedsters out of Ohio State playing um, receiver for the commanders and helping out – who the hell is their quarterback? Oh, Wentz is their quarterback yeah, now. Carson Wentz. He needs all the help he can get. 12, Vikings. Uh, new coach, new GM. Um, so we'll see what happens here. They need help on the line. You know Their defense has been pretty bad. Cousins definitely needs help on this on offensive line. Um, he's They've struggled um, the past couple years with that. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. This one was also kind of hard for me to judge, you know, kind of needs and what I have, you know, on the board here that's kind of highly ranked. Yeah, um, right here with the Vikings, I, I, I agree with Ryan. I mean,
2: I think Kirk Cousins, I mean, we love him here. He's probably one of our favorite guys ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. But I think he is just, he's probably got the best agent in the NFL. I mean, he just keeps getting money and money and money, and he's a great quarterback. Um, I just think, you know, he's got weapons already. I mean, he's got Jay Jett uh, or Justin Jefferson, and then he's got Adam Thielen. He's a little bit older, but I think they can kind of roll with it. Their offensive line is, you know, iffy, but I think they – would they take Elijah Bear Tucker? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, they kind of have him there, um, but, I mean, looking at their corners, um, I think – they are just praying that Sauce Gardner falls here. They're praying that Stingley falls here. But what I've heard yeah. is they really, really like Trent McDuffie out of Washington. Um, they're, they have Patrick Peterson, and he's been in the NFL forever. They have him starting, and then they also have a young Cam Dantzler, um back there as well. And then they have a backup who's currently hurt right now in Boyd. So I think, you know, I think they're going to go with Trent McDuffie. Big body, very physical. Um, they got to take the best corner here, and that would be Trent McDuffie and
1: I don't think it's going to be a quarterback because they're just paying Kirk Cousins more money. So.
2: Yeah,
0: I agree. I
1: agree. Um, yeah, I, this was hard for me. Um, I thought maybe McDuffie, but I ended up settling on a guy that I like, um, and that's George Karloftis. Mm-hmm. He's big. He's a, good against the run. They need help because I think their best defensive end is what's his name, Hunter. Yeah, and I think Linval Joseph is going yeah. now too. Yeah, Hunter was their best last year, and he's old. Yeah, so yeah. I, I kind of that's why I kind of went that. Um, so I mean he could be good he was also kind of dinged up throughout his college career so we could see we'd, we'd see what happens with that but I think they end up getting a guy that can rush the quarterback and mm-hmm. you know help out in the run a little bit because they've struggled um, here and against the run and just defense in general the last couple of years so yeah I like that pick
2: because I mean you're looking at the NFC North you got a great offensive line in Detroit you got a run heavy team in Chicago and probably a future run-heavy team in the Packers. So. Yeah. And then, I mean, they're just kind of they're keeping their heads above water of a rebuild right now. Yeah, I mean, you think are. about it, Zimler's really gone. Are. Kirk Cousins is getting older, but give Karloftis a couple years, and you can have that bookend guy on the defensive line to build oh, yeah. around. I like that pick a lot. I really
1: like Karloftis. I think he's super versatile. Um,
2: yeah, I like that pick there.
1: All right, then we got 13 Texans again. They need everything. Where are they going?
2: Yeah, they got D. I believe I had them going with Iki Okonu, one of the best players there. I think this is a draft of the Texans after June just the Deshaun Watson saga and everything that's going on there. I think they just need to draft best available. Um, I have Kyle Hamilton going here at 13. Absolutely just the best situation for them. They got a falling Kyle Hamilton who was getting considered for number two. Yeah. Um, so they caught him in my draft. Um, obviously, ours was going to be different, but... You know, I, I do like George Karloftis here because he's versatile, um, and you can kind of build through the trenches, so that's just one of those things. Um, but I think the Houston Texans, this is the floor for Hamilton. I don't think if Hamilton goes here,
1: they're going to pass him up. So best available situation, rolling with Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, I like that. He definitely um, would be a good fit for them if he falls that far. Instant impact guy. I I'm taking the guy who I think is the best available in my eyes, and that's Garrett Wilson. Um, I feel like they could use any help they can get offensively for Davis Mills, who his neck's like ten feet long. He's like a giraffe. <laughs> yes, but it, Garrett Wilson's a burner, separated, great route runner, big playability. I think. I mean, if he's on the board there, I think that's easy for them. If you know Hamilton's not up there because um, they're not definitely not going to take an offensive lineman so yeah. I go with him um, they're at 13 and then we got you know Baltimore kind of disappointing season for them um, we'll see what they do I mean they probably need some help on the defensive side of the ball mm-hmm. um, probably a lot honestly they have they have good receivers they have mark Andrews. they have running backs will be healthy next year because they're all freaking hurt last year and then of course Lamar so I, I I think it's pretty simple from what I have, but what do you, who do you have them getting?
2: Yeah, so I have. I don't know if they're going to go DB or not. That's you know they got to an answer. They got a or that's a question. They got to answer because they just signed Marcus Williams, who the lines let get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they signed him to a huge deal for safety, so there might not be a DB. I could see maybe Trent McDuffie going here if he fell. Um, I think the defensive line is old. They need to get younger and they need to get younger fast. Um, and they love. Uh, Putting guys there, they have uh, they have uh, what is that, Odafẹ Owe from Penn State last year. I think late first, a nice fit. The Ravens use a lot of edge players in their defensive scheme. Um, They have the way that they run their linebackers, and you can see. I think Patrick Queen is their starting linebacker, super fast. They like to blitz those guys, and they like to kind of get around the edges and let those linebackers fill. So they use a lot of edge guys, Um, and they love 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 defensive backs in the trenches. So. I think they're going to roll with a defensive back or a guy in the trenches. Um, but I think a great fit here would be Jermaine Johnson out of uh, Florida State. Right? I like that guy a lot. Yeah, super good, super versatile, great pairing with Odafit Owe. Adafi Owe is more power, and Jermaine Johnson's kind of both. He's a very yeah, all-around guy. Nice. Um, he could go anywhere. He's a fast riser. Um, I could see a guy like Jordan Davis going here um, or a guy like Trevor Penning. You know, a tackle mm-hmm. on the offensive end. Orlando Brown's there. I still, I think he's still there. Yeah, he's the there. there. But, um, yeah, he's good. But they could get a kind of a nasty Trevor Penning um, from Northern Iowa. He's got a mean streak in him,
1: and they kind of like that in Baltimore. But I'm gonna roll through main jobs. Yeah, uh, I'm I going defense here as well. They um, we definitely need help at the corner position. Um, so I'm gonna go Trent McDuffie. Guy, yeah, you took a few before this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, his abilities there. He's very technically sound. He's pretty fast. Um, you know, he's got decent length to him. Um, so I think you know he'd instantly help them, especially you know with them getting a little older there in defense. Bringing in a young guy, uh, they're playing a good defense at Washington. Um, Trained well, um, so I think I think that'd be a good pick for them. Also, could see him going, you know, with a with a with an offensive lineman, um, or maybe you know something like that. You know, Devonte Wyatt maybe gets up there like or like you said, Jermaine Johnson, good D D tackle um, to help fill up. I, I ultimately went with McDuffie just because I think their secondary could use him. Off. I think like the the Chiefs threw all over him last year. The same with the Bills. Um, So McDuffie there, and then Eagles via um, Miami here, their first uh, pick here of the first round, Um, 15 overall. Eagles,
2: yeah, you could they could go anywhere here, Um,
1: literally anything. Watching
2: them, just it was painful for me watching them on the offense, the offensive end. Jalen Hurts wasn't running the ball well. It was really hard for them to do what they wanted. Yeah, they, yeah. It's very surrounded by, I mean, they, they totally biffed on uh, Jalen Rieger. Uh, but they did get, they made up for it um, with Devontae Smith last year. So I don't know if they put a lot of stock into right here at 15. I don't know if they roll with uh, a wideout just yet. But they have a couple more picks. Um Definitely could see someone like uh, Jordan Davis going here again. Jordan Davis kind of falls into this range. This is when the conversation for him starts. I think they need help for Jalen Hurts. I think linebacker here would be a reach. Um, Fletcher. The one thing that kind of is making me trend towards this pick is Fletcher Cox. Defensive line is 31 years he's old. old. He's Needs getting old, there. and you know what the NFL stands for. Not for long. Yeah. So I no think kidding. that he's coming. He's like 10 years in the league for defensive lineman. That's a lot. It's a lot for. Kind of a big career there. So I think one guy that Ryan already picked, I think they're going to roll with George Karloftis. A guy that they can put on the inside and a guy that they can put on the off or on the outside. Um, just being able to rush the pass or a guy that has to be double teamed. That way they can roll with some linebackers later or yeah. something like that. But I definitely like George Karloftis here.
1: Yeah, I like, I'd like that as well if I had him. I think the Eagles are really stupid. So I think yes. history tends to repeat yes, itself absolutely. and I, Jameson Williams is the best available in my mind at this point. I think they're going to get him. Yeah. At this if he's there, I think they're going to get him cuz they're like, "Oh, you know, Alabama, Jalen Hurts went to Alabama for four year, 3 years and we'll draft him." Uh, he's cuz he's fast, he's good. I mean, he's really good. do the Eagles need another receiver? They just drafted Devontae last year. Yeah, I mean, I think they're stupid enough to do it and I think mm-hmm. they will until proven otherwise. So. It depends on how much faith they have in Jalen Rieger. Yeah, I, I don't mean, think well, they, they have they much. Took him before CD or, Lamb, or, they uh, took him in JJ Arcedo whiteside <laughs> Yeah, and
2: just I mean, I I mean, you who's this, the, who's the other? stupid game? Who's and the win guy Didn't the Lions
1: draft some receiver that they also have that they picked up or running back one of the two. Oh yeah 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 I can't remember what his name is but definitely someone that, that's worth a google
2: but yeah it's definitely someone that the, I think it's the Eagles drafted
1: early and they ended up releasing him on waivers yeah right it's on. uh dang I can't find him. I'm not saying his name but um yeah just not they're just stupid so I'm gonna say yeah. they're still gonna be stupid the Saints they take the best of it. Saints they're first of the set, first round um ooh, via Indy um I think this is uh it's a big spot for them, um, you know, second year without Drew Brees. Do they roll with Jameis? Do they go with a quarter? I don't know. It's tough. Um, Taysom Hill's moving back to tight end or whatever, so it's, it's going to be the Jameis show unless they draft a quarterback. So Yeah, what do you, what do and you think? I definitely, I think because Jameis is still on the team,
2: um, he's a good leader. I mean, he is one of the better leaders he is. In, in the NFL. I kind of think the fan base, is, he's endeared himself to the fan base, so... I don't know if they'd be going here. They made that big trade uh, to come up and get 16, 19, and f- in the 40s. Something, I think it was 16, 19, and they got 40th pick or something like that. Um, I don't know, but I think they had a, a good defensive year a year ago. Uh, most of them are returning except for Marcus Williams at the safety spot. I think they need offensive line. Uh, they need offensive weapons. Um, they still have Ryan Ramcheck, um mm-hmm. at, at tackle, but I think they lost to Ron Armstead. Is that the guy? Yes. Yeah, it's Teron Arbstead's gone. I definitely could see Malik Willis because at this point, why trade to get two picks in the first round if you're not going to draft a quarterback? Yeah. I, so I, I, I think, two. you know, that's one of those spots you could take him here. However, I think they risk it. And I, I mean, how long has it been since Michael Thomas has played That spot? So if they're going to roll with James Healthy. Williams, I think they need to get him help. And I like Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. I think I, like him I think a he lot. I think he pairs great with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is more of a slot slot guy. At least the reps that he's gotten is there. Traylon Burks is big body on the outside. Um, just him and Michael Thomas running routes together, I think, is a great fit. Um, and then they have Dwayne Harris as a speed guy as well. Yeah. Um, so I like Traylon Burks here. Um, one of the run on wide receivers is happening.
1: Yeah, I think I could definitely see them doing that here. Um, I have them going, filling that that hole, left by Teron Armstrong with Charles Cross. We talked a lot about him earlier. They need that help. He could probably instantly start at left tackle. He's big. Yes, yeah. he's a good player. Played in the SEC. So I have them taking him. Um, and then they pick here in a couple, so yeah. we'll go we'll go with them in a minute. But going to to the Chargers. Um, you know they. Herbert has got a, a really bright future. They have some nice pieces at you know receiver um, and stuff like that. Probably would need a running back, Kenneth Walker in the second round maybe. Yeah. Um, oh. You know, I in my in my mind, once they protect um, one Justin Herbert, I think that they could be a lot better. Um, so I think the the possibilities here. There's a there's a few guys I like. Um, who do you think um, they're all? Yeah, going I mean, with? they could definitely uh, be friendly
2: to Justin Herbert and roll with uh, a guy like Bernard Ryman, the German guy out of Central Michigan. Um, I like that guy a lot. he's, he's good. Uh, they could also run with a mean streak, very aggressive tackle, and, uh, and Trevor Penning, who is versatile. He can play guard. Um I also think uh, Chris Olave would be a really good scheme fit. Um, They love using slot guys. They had Keenan Allen for a long time. They still have Mike Williams. I think think he's the big guy on the outside. Um, But I think they could go tackled because they got Rashawn Slater last year. They could solidify to both tackle ends for the next four years. Um, That's an option. Um, But I think their run defense was just horrible. Very Last bad. year was horrible. Every time I watched, it, it felt like Jordan or Justin Herbert had to score thirty-five to forty points a game. Yeah, that's just the only to keep way up. winning. So I think you know, with that uh, defensive line void left, I think it's a perfect, perfect, perfect fit for Jordan Davis to roll in the big run stopper that commands a guard and a center. Um, I think they're going to roll here and kind of. I know that just that helps them just a lot on the defensive end. It frees up the defensive backs to play more man coverage. Um, so I like Jordan Davis there.
1: Yeah, I think that, that if he's available, I think they definitely take them. <clears throat> but he's not on mine. You talked about him for Bernard Raymond from uh, Central Michigan. They've had some really good tackles. Um, you know, Eric Fisher, yeah. um, Joe, Joe Staley. Um, fellow Rockford alum. Um, and they need to protect um, Herbert, like I was saying before. Um, and I think with them getting Slater lashing and bringing Raymond in there. I think that they're solidified for the next few years. Um, I, I think that's where they're, they're going to go with um, a tackle in him. Um, he's he's he hasn't played football for very long. He's you know he's got a lot a lot of you know upside there, and I think that's why they ultimately go with him um, at that position. Um, then Philly second pick B in New Orleans, um, and they need they need defensive help. That's I, that's what I'm going to address. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I think I have them right now. I mean, I think they addressed
1: the. De- I addressed the defensive line earlier,
2: so I'm probably going to roll with a little bit on the offense here. Uh, they need weapons to help Jalen Hurts, like I mentioned before. Um, I think uh, linebacker has a lot of depth here, um, so it'd be kind of reaching because they can get a linebacker in this class. I mean, I think mean, Chad Muma out of uh, Wyoming, he's going to be in the second round. Right? Yeah, he's great. He had over 100 tackles last year. Leo Chanel was great from Wisconsin. Um, so there's a lot, a lot of linebacker depth. So I think here at 18, it's reaching. So I'm gonna roll and kind of start the the train out of town for Jalen Rieger, and I'm gonna pair Chris Olave um, with uh, with Devonte Smith and give him to Jalen Hurts, and you know, just trying to give Jalen Hurts a chance because uh, if they don't start performing, they might have to move on from him. So yeah, I think I you agree. know, give him a chance to uh, for that offense to shine a little bit. Um, so I'm gonna roll with Chris Olave from. The Ohio
1: State. I like it. I had them get Jamison before, so i got to go address their defensive issue, and I think uh, I went back and forth. Uh, I, I think Nicobe Dean's the best linebacker, but I think that they would like Devin Lloyd a little. That people like him a little better because he's a little bigger um, and stuff like that. Um, so I think that they're going to end up getting Devin Lloyd here. I like him a lot. Um, he played safety in college at first, so he's got you know that, that ability ability can hit um he can move pretty dang well for a linebacker. Yeah, he had three pick sixes I think. Yeah, That's and he had a lot of tackles. So I think they go with him um, address that defensive need. Um and then we got Saints via Philly, um 19 here. Um would you would you go with This is where I believe the first quarterback goes off the board. Um I think the Saints made that trade
2: for a reason. Um they and it wasn't to just it wasn't to just get a tackle. Um so I think that It wasn't really just get a wide receiver, you know, to get weapons. I think they revamp this offense, and I think they're going to roll with Malik Willis from Liberty, the Liberty Flames. Um, I just think, you know, if Jameson doesn't work out, who's next? Taysom Hill? Yeah. No, exactly. that did not work out well. So I think they're gonna kind of let Malik Willis kind of hang in the wings for a year, learn the system, and then come on the scene the next year. Get the next Drew Brees in there.
1: Yeah. So Malik yep. Willis for me. At I team. I, I, I could definitely see that happening if he's there. Um, I went with Alave. Um, at at 19 here. We both um, went wide yeah. out. Yeah, Wide out quarterback. Yeah. Best route runner in the draft. I think. Um, he's a little small, but he he kind of fits what they're looking for right now. He's, he's real fast. He ran a good 40 time. He played for Ohio State. He did great things for them. Um, so I think he's going to be a, a pretty high value for them at 19. He's probably going to be a really good pro for a long time. Yes. Um, yeah. Then we get got the Steelers, 20. I think that we both might have the same guy going here. Not sure. Um, he might have small hands. Oh, see, that was my
2: second guy. Um, I, Kenny Pickett uh, is small hands, Mr. Small Hands. Um, I actually have kind <laughs> of a small hands, small here. feet, small
0: <laughs> yeah. No.
2: fill in the blank. Um, I think uh, they could go offensive line here because their center position was really weak. Their tackles are always yeah. Their line
1: used to be amazing. Yeah, but
2: their defense is great. I mean, they. Uh, I don't think they're going to go defense here. Uh, I could see them now that Malik Willis left the board. I could see them getting nervous about losing out on one of the top guys. So I have two options here: Kenny Pickett. Or the guy that I'm rolling with, who I think fits the scheme a little bit better, is Desmond Ritter I like him. out of Cincinnati. I think that, you know, um, the, coach, the coach is going to be there for a while. I mean, Tomlin, he's not going anytime soon. No, he's um, young. He's young, plus he's kind of endeared himself there. Um, I think he. He's, they couldn't do what they wanted to do with Big Ben. Um, the short routes, um, they ran a lot of short routes, kind of dink and dunk down the field. I think Desmond Ritter has that leadership ability. Um, he's older. I think they could be a little bit more patient with him because their coach is kind of has a long leash. For um, sure. So I like Desmond Ritter here. Great leader out of
1: Cincinnati. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot as well. I, I back and forth between Kenny um, and and and, um, and Desmond Ritter there. I think Kenny Pickett. I think because I think he's the most ready. You know, improved. he proved he was really good last year in Heisman finalist. Um, Davey O'Brien Award winner. He's he's a hometown kid. Um, I think he's ready to go. Uh, kind of guy you can throw in there right away, and he would probably be good. I and mean, he's got a pretty good arm. Um, I mean, he's not huge. He's he's kind of mobile, um, but I, I think he would be good for them. Um, and then if he doesn't, you, know, you throw Trubisky in there, and, yeah. and it's okay. Or Mason Rudolph. Yeah, exactly. The Kenny Pickett slide rule. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he changed the game in college. Twenty-one Patriots. I, for me it's pretty it's a pretty easy pick I think it's a guy that fits their bill I'll, I'll go real quick N'Kobe Dean he yeah. fits the bill he fits yeah. the system yeah I like that um, N'Kobe Dean I, I,
2: I I'm him. gonna go linebacker here as well but I'm gonna go with a guy that Ryan already picked in Devin Lloyd um, they could try and surround Mac Jones with weapons but I hear they're, they're sniffing around about Debo so this pick could be a 49er yeah. uh, 49er pick um, they may try and sneak in a tackle for Mac Jones so like Bernard Ryman, who I haven't picked yet, and Trevor Penning. Um, I think the Patriots love big linebackers. They do. Deontay Hightower is massive, Um, and so he's kind of, I think he's still there, Um, but uh, they love big linebackers. They're great at finding offensive talent on day two of the NFL draft. Uh, I mean, they have a system. They do. They've been doing it. So, they, they do it right. Yeah, and they do it good, and it's deep wide receiver class, um, deep tackle class, deep, deep offensive guard class. So I can see them trying to address those situations later. So I'm going to roll with Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Big linebacker. I think he's, what, 6'4", 6'3", 225, yeah, or 245. Fella. Yeah, big dude, very rangy, um, fits nice and I mean solidifies that that linebacker group yeah
1: i agree i agree um yeah then we got uh, the packers via las vegas at 22 Who you got yeah i see them going guard here um i think that
2: uh the run-on receivers kind of leaves them reaching um i don't i think the next best on my list is sky Moore. than him at at 22 could i could see him going and replacing devontae adams that they lost um I think I could maybe see them go and tackle here, like Penning or Ryman, but I, on my list, they just keep falling. I don't see the fit here. Um, I have three guys in mind, um, Zion Johnson from Boston College. I like him a lot. Um, I could see Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M coming off here. and then, But I really like Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Tulsa. He is a guy that is fast-rising right now. Um, I think he would slide nicely at guard to compliment David Bakhtiari, who's coming back next year at tackle. But Tyler Smith can play both guards and the right tackle position. Very versatile. I could also see a guy maybe like uh, Tyler Linderbaum going here because Corey like lindsley has been, been banged up. But he's coming back next year. So I don't think you know they want a plug-and-play guy right here. Um, I think they're going to roll with Tyler Smith, who's another guy that's got a mean streak. Very, very good run blocker who I think uh, they're going to need with without Devontae Adams so yeah Tyler Smith here for me
1: I still have a guy on the board that you had drafted and I think they're going to go with him to fill Devontae Jones or i Adams sorry big fella Traylon Burks pick, he takes yeah. over fills right in for, for Devontae skin Aaron Rodgers finally gets the skill <laughs> player he's been dreaming of in the first round no, no Jordan Love. Maybe they'll pick um, Sam Howell. Oh, jeez. I mean, I mean <laughs> just they got to. Screw you to Yeah, air. they got Rodgers
2: locked up right now. I mean, I just. Yeah, Yeah, nah, they're going to get a, a receiver. Have? I like that pick line. because who they have, what? Adam, Alan Lazard. Valdez Scantling's not big. He's I gone. Yeah, I mean, he They he's have Allen Lazard and then an aging fast Randall Cobb. Yeah. So. and
1: and Tanyan's coming back, and yeah. then they have Aaron Jones, obviously. Yeah. So I like that pick. Yeah, that's a good twenty-three pick. Cardinals uh, need some O line help for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I think, I don't think they, they would be absolutely play. foolish
2: if they did not draft an offense player. Think about the situation right now with Kyler Murray. He is. They're just. He's not weird. happy. It's just he's not happy. So they got to be bold. They got to be kind of like the Packers, (laughs) to to go offense here. And they already had like I mean, they what won eleven games last year. Yeah, they were in the playoffs. They had a good offense. I think the Lions broke them, but uh, I don't think it'll be a linebacker. They got two linebackers in the last two drafts. Um, I think they need to help out Kyler Murray, and I think they do that with the offensive line. I'm gonna roll with Zion Johnson out of Boston College. Give a little love to the ACC. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna roll with Zion Johnson at guard. I think he's kind of a plug and play, very very high
1: floor like player. Yeah, I like him a lot. I, I'm going Linderbaum. Yeah, um, I like he's him. a Mauler. He's a former wrestler, so he can take down people. I think he's a day one starter um, at, at center. Plug and play, uh, plug and play guy. And they need help up there to protect Kyler. Um, yeah. He's pissed. They need something, something good. And that's I think that's what they end up going with. Um, and then we go Cowboys. Um, yeah, I yeah mean, they they get they have a lot of different options yeah. here. They could go with a lot of pr- actually like decent ones. Um, so
2: yeah, I think they were the surprise team last year. Yeah, they I were. Mean, they're good. They they're. Yeah, they're very I don't good. know if they're going to go with a, a, a kind of a defensive linebacker. They got Micah Parsons, and he's an all pro. He's going to be around for a long time. Um, I think they can get a wide receiver later. I mean, they have they still have a good group. Ceedee Lamb kind of mm-hmm. kind of leading the charge there, and I think they still have Gallup. Yeah, I think he He might have
1: left. He might
2: have left. They got rid
1: of Cooper's not there. Cooper's not
2: there. So they could go wide receiver possibly, um, but I think this is a deep class. They could get a guy like Christian Watson later or um, someone like uh, Jalen Tolbert later. Um, But I think they have a great eye for offensive linemen, and they love getting offensive linemen. So I think they catch a falling Tyler Linderbaum piggybacking off of Ryan's last pick. I think he'd be a perfect fit for them. Uh, but they've gotten guys in the past like Travis Frederick and Zach Martin and um, Tyron Smith, so I think they they have a good eye. And Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa, who
1: just keeps producing offensive linemen. Yep. Um, so I'm going to roll with the the big fella here. Yeah, I like that as well. Um, yeah, I, I think they go D line here, and I think the best available, um, you know, one is Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. Mm-hmm. He's a big dude, um, okay. played on a great defense. You know, was was a was a good run stopper. Um, you know, six three, three hundred plus pounds. He's a little older at twenty four years old. Um, he can play, um, you know, kind of both, both you know, you know, um, techniques there. Um, you know, at the tackle position. So I think they're definitely going to go with a, a, a D lineman. I think he's definitely. If he's there, I think they'll take him. Pair him with Micah Parsons, that's two pretty good game records there on your D line. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'd be a good pick for him. Um, then we got Buffalo twenty five. <laughs> um, well, could I feel like I mean they don't need any receivers. They don't need a quarterback. Obviously, I think their secondary is pretty set. They could, mm-hmm. you know, running back. They kind of with a Singletary and running back. Uh, I don't know. Kenneth speak Walker. it into existence in the
2: second round. maybe yeah, Walker maybe I mean, he would be a perfect fit. For yeah, them. I he um, yeah,
1: I think you would.
2: Yeah, I think they could go wide out later. Um, I, like I said before, really deep class. Um, there's a lot of value there, but they have a good group. I mean, they have Cole Beasley still there. Um, What's that? I can't blame him. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, (laughs) yep. yep. Um, So they have guys. um, I think uh, they have a 34-year-old guard and then an undrafted guard at their two spots. So, I mean, in the NFL, it doesn't really bold well. 34-year-old offensive lineman and then uh, an undrafted guy. So I think they take this chance right here. I also think they could catch Devontae Wyatt here. Um, I don't have him going going here, but I think they could catch him. Um, they'd be great to pair up with A.J. Epinesa and from uh, uh, yeah, from Iowa. Iowa, and then pair him also with Ed Oliver and kind of just solidify that defensive line. But I think they're going to roll with Kenyon Green out right of Texas A&M. He's a plug-and-play guard. Um, I don't think he's big enough to play tackle, but he's good size, plays in the SEC, so he's used to blocking dudes like Jordan mm-hmm. Davis and Devontae Wyatt, and um, you know, they're, they're, they need to help out Josh Allen in some way. Uh, they're in Super Bowl hungry mode, so the only, the only thing I think they get here is a plug and play guy. So I'm going to roll with Kenyon Green, give him some help on the offensive line.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see them doing that. Um, but I, I'm going to say it says position need defensive interior. And I think mm-hmm. there's a big fella. His name's Travis Jones. He's out oh, of UConn. You've probably never heard of him because UConn football is, well, it's a joke. It's, they're awful. He is 6'4", 325 pounds. Just a mauler. Just a huge guy. He's gonna be a middle, plug, plug and play kind of guy in the middle. Um, they need help against the run a little bit so he can help out, mm-hmm. I, I like that for them. Um, and Then we got the Titans, uh, to another team that's kind of in an interesting position, you know, looking receiver, interior, offensive line, edge rusher, so what do you think? Yeah, this is one of my favorite picks just
2: out of uh, the our kind of guy modes. Yes. Um, I think they are going to go with Trevor Penning here. Like uh, he is an absolute, just mean, nasty offensive lineman. Uh, he's a great run blocker. He's a better run blocker than Ryman, who's still available. Um, he, you just, I think you just need to surround King Henry, Derrick Henry. I think you just need to keep running the ball. I mean, if you think about it, they've been the, they were the number one seed. You know, they lost early, but they were the number one seed in the right. AFC. Um Tannehill's proven he's done it. They have a good system. They play well with that system. Um, like I said, I think you know they picked up Robert Woods this offseason, so I don't yep, think they're going to roll a wide out. Um, plus, you could get one later. I could see them rocking with Travis Jones. That would be a great pick for yeah, them as really well. Good. They have a lot of options here. Travis Jones getting paired up with that defense. I mean, they sacked Cincinnati 10 times and lost yeah. that game. So, I'm going to roll with Trevor Penney, and I think Mike Vrabels gets his kind of guy there,
1: nasty run block. Yep. Dan Campbell kinda yep. mold for him. Yeah, I, I think a defensive guy is, you know, or an offensive lineman is kind of what they're leaning toward. And this is the best available in my mind on the board. You took him earlier, Jermaine Johnson. Yeah. Gets the quarterback these he's big. Um, you know, he played at Georgia a little bit, he played at Florida State. Um, so he's he's played big time football. He's game ready, um, I feel like they have some, some good pieces on their defense as a matter of putting it together and I think that he'd be a guy that could step in right away and give them something they need, a little bit of a different look. Um, then we got the Buccaneers, Tom Brady's out of retirement. Um, <laughs> oh, man. He's a joke. Uh, 27 here, bear with us, we're almost done. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely need help on the offensive line, especially interior-wise. Yeah, I think there's another landing spot that Travis
2: Jones could go because there's a lot of questions about the Namakansu. Um I think there's a deep guard class, so they can get one a little bit later to help out Tom. Um, but also, what I really like here, I really like Daxton Hill here. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of Daxon Hill because he played for the school down the road, but I think he's very versatile. Um, my dad is a, a Buccaneers fan, and he always yells about how bad their secondary is. Um, and then I think, Justin, you need to be able to defend the pass, and we saw that this season, most out of yeah. any season. you got to be able to have DBs. Um, they got two guys, two younger guys, and I think Daxon Hill is a safety or a corner. Um, he's a great fit there. Andrew Booth out of Clemson could also be in the mix here. Uh, but I'm going to roll with Daxton Hill because of his versatility.
1: Yeah, I think he's definitely a would be you know a piece they'd look at. I'm going to go with protecting Tom uh, Zion Johnson. I picked a few yeah, picks before. I think he's going to be really good. Um, you know, ACC guy, also pretty big, three twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, started a lot of games in college, and he can be a plug and play guy. Put him with uh, Worfs down down there on the on the line. I think he'd be. A good a good little combination there. Um, and then we got Green Bay, their last pick here of the first. Um, dang, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I I have them going O line. Um, what, what do you have them going? Yeah, I believe I had them going. Uh, I had them O line earlier, so mm-hmm.
2: I think they just got to be friends with Aaron Rodgers here. They need to replace Adams badly. Um, in the playoffs, you could see it last year. They targeted Lazard Valdez, Scantling, and Randall Cobb three times. And that That's game. crazy. In the, granted, it was in the snow, but they targeted them, those three guys three times collectively, and Devontae Adams like 15 times. So they need to replace that production. Just why I watched a lot of their games. So I think they're going to roll with uh, Sky Moore. Um, he kind of fits the Devontae Adams mold. He's an interior guy, very quick, good route runner, got some high top-end speed. Um, and then I think Daxton Hill could be interesting here, but they already have Jair Alexander and Kevin King. Uh, So, I'm going to roll with Sky Moore and and make Aaron Rodgers happy. Yeah,
1: since I went receiver before, I'll go Trevor Penning-Mahler. 6'7", 325 physical specimen. You plug him in at right tackle, and him and already make a pretty special combo there um, for the Packers. And we got Chiefs their first uh, of back to back, correct? Yeah, Picks? I, yeah, back to back. So they via go via San Fran.
2: They could go a lot of ways here. Yep, they have to replace Tyreek Hill. I mean, have to. He is the single most game changing player in the NFL in my mind because you have to play two high safeties when he's on the field mm-hmm. because just the the home run threat that he presents. So if you have those two high safeties, you can run the ball. So. I, you know, I think they need to replace that because now people are going to start sitting on Travis Kelsey and his numbers are going to go down. Right. Uh, and that's kind of Mahomes' security blanket. Um, I could see them going Christian Watson here possibly because he ran a very, very fast 40, surprisingly. Um, but I think they're going to roll with the SEC better than a product from North Dakota State. And I'm going to pick George Pickens here out of Georgia. Um, that, I like him. Jahan Dotson could go here because it's a similar guy as Tyreek. Um, they have surprisingly have a lot of needs. Uh, yeah, they have
1: a lot of picks, but I'm gonna roll with George Pickens. Yeah, I think that's definitely a, a definitely good look for them. Good to go receiver. Have them doing that. The second pick, first one. of them getting uh, some corner help. Andrew Booth Jr. Clemson, um, pretty fast guy. Played for a great team in Clemson. They their defense kind of sucked honestly the last few years. Yeah. Who's their best? I mean, they're losing Tyron Matthew out of the secondary. Yeah, so they're not gonna have much. Um, I think he's a guy that you can throw in there and he can be pretty good for them and then they're set what do you get? Yeah, I think mean, great minds think alike. I have them
2: getting Andrew Booth here. Um I think, you know, it's, it's it's a race between the Bills and the Chiefs right now. You saw that last year in the playoffs and one of the best games I've ever seen. Um but they need to help stifle Josh Allen because Josh Allen's gonna come back. Yep, and he's, he's gonna be amazing. He's gonna be unbelievable in that game. Just wait for it. Um, I think it could be Ryman here to help Patty out because he's been running for his life in the playoffs recently. Um, But Booth makes way too much sense here given their deficiencies. I mean, they gave up, what, two touchdowns in 45 seconds? They scored two, uh, but they gave up two as well. Uh, So I think Andrew Booth, nice rangy guy, um,
1: I think he rolls here and uh, and helps out that defense in the arms race for the AFC. Yeah, and I'm going to go with the receiver um, opposite you, but I I went with A guy that's a little further down in people's draft boards, but I like him, Jahan Dotson. He's kind of that speed guy. He can return punts. He catches a lot of passes. Um, He's not very tall. He's about five ten and a half, so not great size, but he's pretty dang fast. Good, good vertical leap. I think he would kind of fit fit them well. And he, you know, not Tyreek Hill, but he's a Tyreek Hill light, light, you know, junior, junior um, kind of thing Um, for Kansas City then Bengals. They need
2: offensive linemen. Oh, my goodness. I don't care how many people say that they're fine. You know, they're okay. Joe Burrow, I mean, he's a star.
0: He's, uh, you've seen
2: that. So I think they of need to eyes. start taking that seriously and protecting him because he's already got one major injury. Yep. Uh, they need O-line help bad. He got sacked ten times against the Titans. They still won the game. Um, so I think, you know, you gave him his toy in uh, Jamar Chase last year. I think they get Bernard Ryman here who fall to 30, fell to 31 in my draft. Um, I,
1: I that I, this is just period point of play period. I think they need to help him out. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm going Kenyon Green, just a just guard help. Um, he needs his ass protected as much yeah. as possible, and this is the start of that. Because um, I think they could be special for a long time. Um, the Bengals could be a pretty young team. We saw what they did. They almost won the Super Bowl with yeah. with basically. Putting band aid on bullet wounds for offensive Absolutely. The line. Holy cow. And then um, the Lions, the last pick of the first round yes. of the draft. via the Los Angeles Rams. What do yeah. you think? You know, I think with the guy that's fallen here, might be a little wishful thinking. He could go
2: a lot earlier. Um, I've seen so many people mocked at 32. It's been ridiculous. Yeah. I mean,
1: probably. I think they had 32 and 34. Games.
2: I think they would be stupid if they didn't take this guy here as Nicobe Dean, who fell deep on mine. So they need linebacker help badly. They're going to rock with Alex Anzalone at linebacker this year. Oof. No, no. He's a special teams guy at max. Yeah, so, you know, they could get somebody like uh, Seen here at 34 or 32. But if you can get, I mean, if you can get Kayvon Thibodeau, Nicobe Dean, and then a combination of Seen or Jalen Petrie out of Baylor, they just improved their defense tenfold from last year. So I think the offense um, – Offense is going to be okay. I still think they should try and get Debo Samuel because, I mean, why not? They could be good enough to win eight games next year. Yeah, exactly. So, it's an instant um, impact. But I think they get N'Kobe Dean here, one of the best linebackers I have seen in a while.
1: Yeah, if he's available, they have to draft him. But in mine, he's not. Lewis seems the guy. They need a safety Yeah, They need a safety bat. This guy can play in the run game. He probably would start day one. He can hit hard. He can play in coverage. He's 6'2". Um, so he kind of fits what they're looking for, and he's a plug and play guy um, with very, very high value at 32. Yep. Um, that concludes the draft. Hopefully, we're close. I think last year we actually had a decent amount of picks. Yeah, we that did were, good. We're right. kind of close. So what I, guess... I noticed
2: this time is like we swapped picks. Like yeah. if you if, with teams that had two first rounders, if you went offensive lineman and I went receiver, it'd be right. Like the direct yeah, opposite. No, we did. So We were very funny. similar. A lot of the guys that Ryan had. I had highlighted in yellow um, just because there are possibilities there, and I think it was the same with him. Um, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely a very rangy draft
0: class. You awake over there, big guy? <laughs> yeah, nice work. But, <laughs> that's, this is why I let you do the work. That's a lot of homework. That's a lot of prep. That's a good prep it uh, be interesting to see how you guys do compared to All what really happens. There's nice. always surprises come draft night. Absolutely.
2: But, I mean, there's teams that could do anything. <laughs> but
0: thank you, Riley, for uh, joining yes. us for year two. But I'm not going to let you go without uh, participating really? in our sprint. Yes. Uh, a few more draft-related questions. So first sprint spot, biggest Lions draft bust of your lifetime. Ooh. Riley, you go first. My
2: goodness. You know, there's been so many. You could make the argument for Jeff Okuda. Um but of my lifetime, I think it's uh, what's the uh, the guy the linebacker blanking on his name that just resigned him.
1: Uh, Jared Davis.
2: Yeah, Jared Davis at twenty one. I uh-huh. think he was the biggest draft bust Pretty because bad. I don't think I witnessed him
1: get more than ten tackles. So I'm yeah. going to roll with him. Oh, there's so many you can go. Charles Rogers at the yeah. back because he's he's RIP. he got hurt. Yeah, he's kind of so. in drugs and you know all that. bad up. So Joey Harrington, terrible. I'm going to go. Eric Ebron there were so many guys yeah. you could have taken yeah, no and Aaron, there's Aaron Donald goes two picks below him <laughs> we don't need him cuz we had the defensive you could have had the best defense in the league you probably would have made the playoffs and
0: for 10 years in a row if you'd gotten that yeah. but draft Ebron uh, dropped a miss prime um, and I'm going to go I'm going to go jo- join in here I'm going to go Andre Ware oh Dude, that's a good one yeah. king of the run oh and God. shoot which is great in college but did not fit in the NFL game that's the risk of taking a draft high, high top 10 pick on somebody that's a little bit of a flyer. Yeah. All right, next one, best Lions draft pick of your lifetime.
2: Oh, best Lions draft pick. I I think it's Matt Stafford. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got to be one of the big guys, Matt or Barry Sanders or one of those. You guys weren't alive when Barry was. I know. That's my pick though yeah, because I was I, alive, so Yeah, I think my lifetime I'm going to go with Matt Stafford, even though he's not on the team anymore. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer statistically-wise, and now that he's got the Super Bowl, I think he's kind of solidified himself as a Hall
0: of Famer. Since you but. said Matt, I'll say I'll say, uh, Megatron. Yeah, Kevin. Megatron. Yeah. Yep, great combo. All right, one player the Lions cannot pick at number two and keep you as a fan. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson. But I feel like we are going to draft him, so... I'm preparing my purple and gold to be a Vikings fan because if they draft they Hutchinson... Too, but and they say, Might well, be well he was good enough, uh-uh. I'll go back to being a Bears fan like I was a, as a kid or a Colts fan or something different. Right, who so. do you think? I think
2: I would lose my mind for some reason if they pick Sam Howell at number two. Oh, man. Carolina. Or Malik Willis. Or, you know, I'd be okay with Malik Willis because he's the best quarterback in the draft, but right. if they go somebody Just like outlandish. that they could get, if my I, they would lose me for a while if they pick somebody at two that they could get at 32. That, that's what I was you know,
0: Uncle Tom won't root for the Lions because they've just made so many stupid mistakes over time. Oh, I don't, he just yeah. gave up on them. So, Alright, and the last one. Draft related, but not the Lions. Best move in the movie draft day. Drafting Mac number one overall or fleecing Jacksonville? I like the best. The fleecing Jacksonville, I mean, they screwed him. He gets on the horn and he calls calls yeah. them and he talks to the new GM into making the trade. I will definitely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I would go with that too. I think you could have gotten Mac a little bit further down the draft board. But, yep, he got uh, everything he wanted. Though. All right, exactly. Ryan, right. give us give us uh, our typical social close. Yep,
1: final score thirty five. Um, pound that like button on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to. Leave a comment if you want. No, be honest. Um, but yeah, appreciate you guys listening, Riley. We appreciate having you on. That was absolutely Thanks a for great, great episode. Um, hopefully, you stick with us and listen to that because that was fun. It didn't feel like it was an hour and 20 minutes at all. Yeah. yeah,
0: good work, good work, fellas. The longest one since we had Mark D'Antonio on. Um, shout out to our, <coughs> excuse me, our title sponsor, Team Anders Realtors, um, for supporting the podcast since day one. Great neighbors, great friends, even better realtors. Jim, Donna, Tim can help you with your needs if you're here in West Michigan. Look them up at teamanders.com. In the meantime, just remember as Sonny Weaver Jr. once said, every year someone comes out of this thing looking like a donkey. Uh, Lions, don't be the donkey.